Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hello, welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast. And this particular edition, we want to look at the subject of PR and the new media, the exchange for individuals, entrepreneurs, authors, and speakers alike. And I have my special guest with me, Conrad Igutsa, former venture beat writer, the founder and CEO of the publicite company, Publicize.co. Okay, thank you so much for having me, Bernard. It's a pleasure, I treasure. Yeah, my, my background's primarily been the intersection of technology and media. I raised some funding in Silicon Valley after university, and uh, I then wrote for a tech publication called VentureBeat. And today I'm primarily involved with a company called Publicize that's trying to disrupt the PR industry. And I also co-own a news publication called Columbia Reports, which is essentially Columbia's English news news site. Okay, great. Let's let's look at the internet and the new media. How has the trends been so far in the past decade of upload of social media, internet? What has gone into all that? What have you, what what trends have you noticed? I mean, there there have been so many. The the first is that there's this this insatiable desire for new stories. So um, I think as uh, as before, uh, journalists and, and media, there are only a limited amount for. for on uh, newspapers that they could publish every every day. Um, today, uh, entrepreneurs and, and startups can actually really be of help to journalists by by not only sending interesting stories but by framing them in the right way so that journalists can spend as can spend a much lower amount of time as possible. Because today, you know, it, as a compared to 10, 15 years ago, where journalists could spend a week writing a story, you know, today many of these journalists need to write an article, you know, every one or two hours. So the the more entrepreneurs can help them by doing that, I think the the more you know the more par- both parties win. Well, okay. So let's look at the media, traditional media, and the new media now. Do you think, or oh, is it is it a dying trend that the the traditional media is is fading out and more focused being on social media and the internet? Um, I, I don't see social media as a competition to to traditional newspapers. Um. I see them more as compliments. I, I see the challenge with traditional media is that you had this very high cost structure uh, for for an editorial team, but at the same time, and you had this de- this decrease in revenue from from advertising, um, and that's actually probably the decrease in advertising is only going to increase as more people move to mobile, and mobile is even harder to monetize. So I, I think that there are a lot of news public there's a lot of innovation going on right now about how can publications better monetize because. People, I, th- I think traditional media can see that if they continue on the road they're headed to, their days are numbered. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Social media is almost breaking every news, and traditional media seems to want to compete in that accent. How do we then use that as a tool to support the existing media? Um, well, I think the best publications can can leverage social media because. Like increasingly, you're seeing more platforms like Facebook and Twitter send more visits to teach these publications. So if pu- publications that kind of leverage these social media sites, uh, there, there's a lot of benefit that can be had. Um, I, I, I just think primarily the, the reason people leverage, uh, there was kind of a saying back in the day of, hey, well, Twitter 
would Twitter kind of destroy blogging? Mm-hmm. And I think the best bloggers, as opposed to competing with Twitter, they just leverage Twitter to kind of better scale their audience and, and visitors. Um, I, I think the primary reason people leverage social media sites is it's different than, for example, for traditional media. Um, this being said, I, I see social media's role just continuing to increase. Um, I just don't see them. I, I see them more as complementing than being competitive with one another. Now, Lizzie, how can an individual take advantage of the new media and especially PR in that aspect to enhance at its business, individual business and corporate business? Yeah, I, th- I think the first thing is to know how to approach the media. So when I was writing at Adventure Beat in New York, a lot of friends would come to me and they'd say, Connor, can you write about my company? And I would say, I'd love to. What do you have to announce? And they would say, we don't have anything to announce. And I would say, well, if you don't have anything to announce, we can't cover your startup because there's not no news. So um, I think the first thing to realize when you're reaching out to the media, so it could be TechCrunch, it could be Time Magazine, it could be Huffington Post, is that when you contact journalists, you should have something to announce, which typically for a company, uh, for a new entrepreneur, might be the launch of a startup, could be the launch of a, a product, so maybe a mobile app, um, a, a new mobile version, could be uh, some amount of funding raise, $50,000 could be a milestone, like you hit 10,000 users. So your goal is to kind of identify each of these announcements and milestones, and then for each of those, try to maximize your coverage as much as possible. So if it kind of makes sense, journalists don't really cover companies. They cover announcements of companies. So you kind of have to identify what the announcements of your companies are. So that the first thing that one needs to identify, that, that uh, the media, PR, covers announcement not just a company not just any story but something you want to break so you're launching a product a startup there's something you want to do that the media can cover then you can just start from that point so if as an individual entrepreneur you're coming out with a new product or you're launching a product if the person like me can I'm, I'm launching i'm coming up with a new product or a new book then it means i can approach the media in that form am i right on that point uh, you're you're 100 right Okay, great. Completely. So the, the next thing to remember is, let's say you identify the announcement and say, okay, we're about to launch this mobile app. That's what we're going to p- try to publicize. So uh, the next thing is that the way people contact journalists is through, the medium is through a press release. And that just means that the uh, it, it's a document formatted a specific way that journalists can get the information out of. So typically what you do is you'd, you'd format the announcement to a press release, and then you would you would email journalists. So, for example, AdventureBeat, about half of our stories every day were ones that were sent to tips at venturebeat.com. So most people, when they see like the tips at TechCrunch or tips at Time Magazine, they don't think people read it, but those are read every day. So I recommend contacting them to try to get someone to pick up on the story. On the other hand, people think that approaching the media is kind of a little bit difficult. Uh, what are ways to, how can one break through the cycle to get to them? Yeah, I think they're, they're, that's a really good point. The, the two things I recommend are um, leading with social proof. And, and what that means is really identifying one or two things that are really different about you. So, for example, Bernard, let's say you were launching a mobile app and you emailed um, TechCrunch. You should email them and say, hi, my name is uh, Bernard. I am a um, uh, best-selling author of this book. So most people in the email would say, hi, my name is Bernard. Uh, I want to see if you'd be interested in a story. But if you mention right away that, you know, best-selling author, all these other things, people are like, oh, wow, like, I'm going to spend more attention focusing on it because it's like, uh, 
you have that level of social proof around you. I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so what a lot of people will do is when they email TechCrunch, they'll say like, "Hi, my name is Tim. I'm a bootstrap entrepreneur." But the problem is, is that there are 50 million, 100 million other entrepreneurs who are just like that. So you don't really differentiate yourself. But if I said, "Hi, my name is、um, Tim. I'm a、uh, Harvard Business School graduate, and I'm about to launch a company," you're, you're going to spend more attention to it.、Mm-hmm. So I always recommend to entrepreneurs they usually one or two things that kind of stand out. So it could be something like. Maybe you're a 19-year-old entrepreneur, which is really unusual.、Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a, a 60-year-old entrepreneur, which is also unusual. Like, kind of, the, you don't see a lot of 60-year-old entrepreneurs starting companies. So, if you can identify the one or two things that really stand out about you and lead with that, you're, you're, the response rate is going to be a lot higher. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll, I'll put it to test after this. <laughs> with that said, having a story, able to contact the, the media. What about? Firstly, I shoot them an email, I give them a call, and I don't get a, I don't get a response. What do you do? What do you do when you start a social、yeah. media and you're not getting any, any response? And your lunch date、yeah. is due, and almost what do you do? Well, the first thing is I always recommend following up at least once because all of these journalists get hundreds of emails every day, and it's very easy to just kind of get lost.、Um, I think the second thing is、um, I, I recommend startups, especially who are starting out, use something called an exclusive. And the reason why is if you're emailing TechCrunch or VentureBeat、uh, or Huffington Post, they know you're emailing like, you know, a hundred other publications with the same announcement.、Mm-hmm. So what?、Um, and these new publications, new media, they they're competing with one another to break stories. So if you offer an exclusive, which means they have the first right to cover a story, you really differentiate yourself because that's like kind of an extra value add for them that they get to break the story. So that's a really good way for earlier entrepreneurs to kind of stand out from the crowd. So ideally, what's going to happen is you'd email like the BBC or the VentureBeat, and you'd say, "Would we're about to launch next Wednesday? Would you be interested in an exclusive?" And then ideally, they're going to respond and say, "Yes, we'd be interested." They publish the story, and then once it goes online, you'd email hundreds of other publications. And I actually created a free list of of journalist publications that、uh, people can find their emails and like the right emails to contact as well. I'm, I'm happy to send you that link. I'll be glad to have that. So, how does this place to the advantage of the entrepreneur of an author of a speaker using these means? How does this one play to the advantage, especially a startup and an individual author entrepreneur who, who doesn't have much to offer the media? Startup, 19 years or 21 entrepreneur. I've come up with a new startup mobile app which can do so and so. I don't have much of a following on social media. I think I need I need a press. So, with these stories, do I have a chance of breaking through? Yeah, I think absolutely. And one of the things we've tested this over and over again with, like, email, like, we've seen so many times when、uh, entrepreneurs who are like,、uh, you know, sixty-year-old retired insurance executive who lives in Australia can get on TechCrunch because he follows the right way.、Mm-hmm. So, if you kind of follow the right approach,、uh, I think the other thing to mention is that most people. When they launch a product, they just focus on the, the product today, and I think that's a mistake.、Um, what's most interesting, like if, if you send your company's website to a journalist, they can find out what's what it is about, and that's not really that interesting. What is interesting is where do you want to take the company. So、um, a, a good example I always say is, let's say you're you, you, you know one of your friends is about to launch a mobile app.、Um, you know when you're like about to go to the gym or you're about to go to sleep and like you're daydreaming about your company, how it's going to have like a Hundred employees and just be like enormous, right?、Um, that and, and where the company is going to be like a few years from now. That that vision, that's what you should highlight when you contact journalists, because that's really what's what's kind of makes for the interesting story. So、uh, we'll, 
one of the things I'd highlight to to entrepreneurs who are reaching the media is not just to lead with social proof, but also tie it into a much larger story. So an example is I founded a co-working space in, uh, in South America mm-hmm. that was on TechCrunch, BBC, Financial Times, a bunch of the, the sites, the larger sites. And, um, uh, you know, if I, when I, when I wrote them, I didn't say like, oh, this is a co-working space because those open every single week. That's not really that interesting. Um, that I, I didn't talk about how big it was. What I talked about was, What's the bigger story? The bigger story is we want this city to become the Silicon Valley of Latin America. And that's really what we pushed for. We mm. tied it into something big. So for any entrepreneur starting out, I'd recommend like, you know, they have, entrepreneurs tend to have these bigger ambitions and bigger visions of what they want the company to become. That's what you should focus on. So you should focus on the vision, bigger picture, not just what is happening current, not just even about the current launch or product, but where the potential growth is going and where it might take in the next few years. Then you can then uh, hammer on that to sell it to the company or the media. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go back to your previous uh, state before you got into media and PR and how you pitched wrongly and now how you, you're able to pitch successfully any of your challenges yeah some of your challenges well, i mean the, the the biggest mistake i made when i first raised funding for startup was that i was so intimidated by the media that i never contacted them not once because i was probably like most people out there where i was like oh TechCrunch would never respond to me so i'm not <laughs> even going to bother emailing so that's the biggest advice i, I pushed to people was like if you find the right announcement and if you highlight social proof in the bigger story like just Respond, write at least one email um, to, to journalists, and you'd be resp- you'd be surprised that many of them would respond back if you if you follow the right approach. Um, so yeah, that was by far my biggest mistake is that I, I just didn't contact. This is when I was just out of university, but I I, um, I just didn't contact journalists, uh, and when when I should have, because there are many times when you're about to launch a company or a new product, or you're about to announce new funding, and like each of those opportunities. Each of those are opportunities to be featured on like, you know, New York, uh, on TechCrunch and all these big sites. And you're just kind of missing those opportunities by not taking advantage of it. Beginning, I think the, the mental barrier too is part of the whole thing because we think, uh, TechCrunch will not really pick my startup story. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me just forget and look at some other media outlet to, to reach out to or just forget out and push my own thing. But when we also start the right mindset, we can then find means to approach them with our story and right we can be able to hear them. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many, I mean, yeah, I think people would just be surprised about how, you know, how many times a journalist will respond. And, uh, just there's, there's no harm in emailing. That, that's, I guess, my only thing. Like, journalists get so many bad pitches every single day that, <laughs> trust me, your pitch is not going to be worse than the other ones they already received. <laughs> that is so true. So we, one, one must, must learn how to really write good pitches with the key point that you mentioned, a breaking story announcement in it. And look at the big picture, the future goal. And uh, if it's the first time, look at how you can get exclusive from them. Then you can then put your story to them. Yeah. Oh, great. Absolutely. Sport. How, how were you able to get uh, TechCrunch to cover your story? I mean, I followed really exactly that. I just said, okay, for TechCrunch, so in the past I guess, year and a half, TechCrunch has covered two of my own companies. And probably about every week or two, they cover one of our clients. And... um uh, basically what we do is we find the announcement. So in this case, Publicize was launching or Espacio was launching. Um, then, uh, we offered it. We made the story much bigger. We tied into these bigger trends. Then we offered it as an exclusive to TechCrunch and they, and they covered it. And then we, and then we followed, then we emailed other publications to try to further coverage. But that was it. Um, 
you know, I think we, we've just followed the right, the right method. Um, I think one of the things that was important is that I led with social proof. So with TechCrunch, I wasn't just like, Hey, I'm launching this PR company startup. I was like, Hey, I'm a venture beat, former venture beat writer who's launching mm. this tech startup, this PR startup. So then it becomes much more interesting. So, I mean, cause if I said, Hey, uh, um, this person's, if I told, tried to pitch someone at, one of the things that's important for startups is that 50% of the story is the company itself and 50% of the story is the founding team. That's what makes it really interesting. Mm. So, um, because if someone was like, hey, this person's starting this, uh, lemonade stand in Silicon Valley, right? That's like, why would TechCrunch cover that story, like a lemonade stand? But if someone was like, uh, the founder of Facebook, his brother is founding a lemonade stand. Like they might cover that because that's a really, you know, uh, that, that makes it really interesting then, right? Just because the founding team. Um, so I, I always mention to people to focus on the company, but also focus on how they can make themselves as a founding team be stronger. And there are many ways to do that. Just like, uh, I think you've done a great job with that, with your social media profile, with your books to kind of grow your, obviously your stature and your reputation as like a great founder. Okay, great. I have a question for input and the person want to ask how important is today's media in advancing Africa's business interest and what must be done? Um, I mean, I think it's really important. Um, who, and I think a lot of African entrepreneurs are in a unique situation because they can tie what they're doing. The, the fact that like you, you know, there aren't that many African entrepreneurs emailing these Silicon Valley pub, or New York publications with stories. So because of that, uh, it makes it really interesting. Is that, like, if that makes sense, you know, like, uh, if you will get more attention than somebody, you know, an entrepreneur, for example, who's based in Los Angeles, um, because, you know, there might be a hundred Los Angeles entrepreneurs for every, you know, uh, 20 entrepreneurs in Africa who are working on something like something similar. Uh, I think it's really important. I think it's an opportunity for a lot of, uh, countries to build their reputation, to, to better their reputations and a lot of the activity that's going on. John's question here is, uh, as African business person, how can he use uh, the media to advance his course? Um, well, I think that there, there's so many ways. For one, just for the cause, you should have some type of announcement for it. So a cause is really similar to a startup. Um, it has different announcements, so maybe you're launching different events or different uh, um, uh, different like different movement movements or features to it, you know, it, it's very similar. You're going to kind of identify which publication do you want to be featured on for this specific announcement um, and offer it, you know, make the announcement much bigger and then uh, offer it as an exclusive. So, for example, if um, if there's a cause to help promote uh, to, for a specific event, don't just promote the event. Make the bigger story into what, you know, the kind of the purpose, the mission behind that is. Uh, and... And then I think if you if you offer it as an exclusive to to the publications that that are most targeted to that, um, you're gonna you're gonna generate a lot of awareness and, and benefit from that. Yeah. Basically, using the using the model that you, you you mentioned, using the same model, one can use that to enhance its business uh, progress with that even in Africa. Absolutely, and one of the things that's important is the, what I recommend isn't just applicable to technology; it's applicable to any media. Um, so, and, and that's universal. And, and I think people, depending on the announcement, will target certain things. So if you have an announcement, for example, about like charity, it's, you probably aren't going to target like the largest tech publication about that. But every industry 
has its own set of publications. So there, there are many news publications that just focus, for example, on nonprofits or just focus on, you know, certain geographic areas, et cetera. So your goal is kind of identify which, which areas intersect with, with your announcement and then to, to focus on those. Mm, okay. Good. What, what, what are the next thing that we want need to do to in the area of PR and media? To enhance one's business and startup, well, we've answered the question to do startup, get the media. What else can one also use the advantages for the position as, as brand building? Yeah, I, I just think the biggest thing is identify the, just a lot of people, they say like, I know a lot of things that are unique about me and they'll list like, like seven to 10 things. You don't really want seven to 10 things. You really just want one or two things that really stand out about you to really focus on that, um, will provide this kind of social proof for, for other journalists. I would say like other things people can do, uh, is become the best in the world at a very specific area. So like, I think you've done a great job of identifying like, you know, like you want to be the best in the world, for example, personal branding and kind of space, uh, you know, similar spaces around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, what you did a great job for, with your writing, with your podcast for building awareness about that. And I think that's the same strategy. For example, uh, that, that anyone can take. They could say, I want to be the best in the world, for example, for, um, you know, social media marketing specific to Twitter. So I'm going to, you know, write about that and focus on that and build up a reputation in that area. Um, and I, I think as a mark, for general marketing, that would make sense for, for any entrepreneur out there. Right. I have, I have another question here to have posted. Um, he asked that, how has the influx of social media affected the authenticity of news items? Um, it's um, from Grace Yeah, I wouldn't say it necessarily affects the authenticity. I will, I mean, in some ways, you know, journalists, they, there's a greater connection between journalists and their audience because of that. Um, I would just say the news is disseminated much quicker now. So you could write an article, post it on social media, and you get these immediate feedback that historically never really existed. So there have been many changes in that regard. And with a flip phone, with an iPhone, anyone is a media. You can write stories, post, carry across anywhere you go. So even if the news is not verified, you are forced to update on social media without verification, without yeah. cross-examination. So uh, one might be thinking that uh, the authenticity of some of some of the stories, maybe from personal views, not really from the media houses, might not be really uh, uh, verified and not feel so resourceful. What do you, what do you have? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that, well, I, I don't think social media has had that big of an impact. I think historically, uh, like more traditional media had to verify sources much more rigorously as opposed to new media where they kind of, they'll, they'll maybe verify with one source and they publish it and then they, they, they make corrections after. I don't think social media has had that much of an impact as opposed to that. That's more like new media versus old media mm. as opposed to like social media versus versus this kind of industry. So in the future, how are you going to PR in the new media in, in the future, in the next year, two, five years? Where are we going with new media in, in for brands, for businesses, for individuals? What, what are the trends we, we are likely to see? Um, I think that one opportunity that people aren't taking enough advantage of is to is writing guest articles on these large media sites. So there are many sites, for example, Venture Reader, Huffington Post, that if you can, you as a founder can send a pitch and say, hi, can I write an article about the growing, for example, startup scene in Ghana? And, uh, and if you, you know, write it well enough, they'll, they'll publish the story. 
And, um, and, and I think we're going to continue seeing that trend just increase. Now, most founders don't take advantage of it. I think because it's actually very hard to write a really high quality article. Um, but, um, but I think we're going to continue seeing more, probably the model that like a site like Forbes has taken, or as opposed to them having this large editorial staff, they have basically mm-hmm. a large contributor staff. And it, that, it won't be like completely like Forbes, but like you'll see more of emergence like that. I think it's with the last year or last two years, um, uh, one of these newspapers was bought online because we're not making much incomes. And uh, last last year, I'm not so sure that this year, Banks and Nobles also closed one of the outlets of their book printings because uh, sales were dwindling. So because of e-books, candle books and products of online tools, it's, it's all, is it going to also affect some of the traditional news purpose in that, in that sense in the coming years to see that social media and the new media per se is taking over most of this traditional means of printed books, printed magazines? Work? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think everything will be digital probably sooner rather than later. I mean, I think already today, uh, wasn't too long that digital on Amazon overtook more historic, like, uh, printed books. Um, and, uh, you're seeing across that in the U.S., the number of traditional newspapers, are, are, I mean, it's almost across the board, it's only, they're only digital right now. Um, and, and that's just going to accelerate. Oh, great. So, and it, how, did, how did one then get prepared or positioned for this? Um, I think just having a strong digital presence and just focusing so much on, on having an online presence is just so important today. Because, I mean, I always mention, like, uh, it's kind of like your website is your new office. So, you know, before when there wasn't the internet, people would spend all this money making sure their office looked really nice. Well, like today, people are, are never really going to visit your office, but they are going to see your website online and not just your website, but like your online presence. Like, you know, what have you written about? What are, you know, what have you shared? Um, and, and I think that's more important than ever. So I, I think for any entrepreneur, just having that focus on digital first and online first is really important. Okay, great. All right, before you run up, I want to ask. So, what, what are your find? What are your your related tips for us in the area of PR in the new media? Um, I, I would say just you know identifying the announcement, uh, you know, making the announcement bigger and adding some social proof and offering it as an exclusive to publications. Just just that alone, and um, and actually doing it, like actually writing journalists. If if you do that, you're going to be ahead of. 95% of the people out there. So I really recommend entrepreneurs just kind of take that first step and, and, uh, uh, and, and they're, they'll be so far ahead. Um, yeah, that, that would by, by far be my biggest step. And I think the second thing would be just, uh, a, you know, building an online profile and like, and trying to be the best in the world in a really specific area, at least in the very beginning. Um, cause I, I that's just invaluable today. So, what does the company publicize do in the area of PR and media? The, yeah, the idea with publicize was basically that traditionally in Silicon Valley, in New York, uh, companies charge ten thousand dollars a month for PR with six month retainers. But that just wasn't. Uh, There's this huge market that isn't being served by that. Mm. So the thought we had was, could we offer the same ten thousand dollar a month service but charge closer to four to five hundred dollars a month? Um, and make it month to month so people can cancel at any time and, um, you know, make something that wasn't just like two times better than anything else, but a hundred times better. And we, you know, we essentially, uh, you know, get our clients on you know, several times every week on these leading sites. 
Um, so that's that was really the value proposition of of publicize. Oh, okay. Well, that that sounds good. So lastly, I always ask, and without you going, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world in the area of PR and the new media? Yeah, I would say just you know, uh, just contacting the media, going going out of your way, and um, uh, just uh, especially if you only if you email once and send one follow-up, uh, you know, people aren't going to be upset with you with you emailing. I mean, I think if you email some of the same journalist twenty times over again, it might be, get a little frustrating. <laughs> but if you send out a friendly email with you know. Uh, with the story pitch, you know, you, you're going to be really, you're, in many cases, you're going to be really surprised at the amount of responses you get. So that's what I would encourage all entrepreneurs to do. And two things I always mention is, you know, you don't, um, uh, you know, I, people don't need to pay a ton of money for, for PR services. I, I truly believe you, you can get the amount of PR you want uh, by doing it yourself. And, uh, you know, you don't, you don't need, you don't necessarily need this help. Okay. Conrad Igusa, thank you so much. Um, the founder of Publicize and also the co-founder of Columbia Reports. Where can one get in contact with you and your service that you offer? Yeah, I think Publicize.co, and then uh, I, I use LinkedIn the most, just Conrad Igusa, and uh, those two would be best. Okay, so Conrad Igusa on LinkedIn, or just go to Publicize.co to get more of the services from Conrad Igusa and PR and the new media. And I bet you, if you follow the steps, you can get way to the top. Thank you so much for having me. I recommend my two latest books on Amazon. That is The No-Nonsense Guide to Personal Branding for Career Success. And also get a copy of the book if you want to become an author or you're writing a book or need some guidelines in publishing. Get a book why every entrepreneur must write a book. Get a copy on Amazon today. The best is yours.